one. All right. Little technical difficulties. In the beginning, I'm sure. All right. It's not a party without technical difficulties. I know that for a fact with my freaking classes. Yes. And <laughs> we got two stunads trying to figure out how to do a podcast. Okay. First off, if... We're making it work. You know, and a lot of people are always like, oh, I'll do it when I'm ready. And like, ready's bullshit. Like, you're never going to be ready for anything. You just have to jump into it and figure it out along the way. Yeah. I think like, I, I don't love this person, but there's a quote out there that says like, everything is figure outable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to state who says it. You can go look that up. Um, but anywho. It's. It's true. Right? Because we had, we had no idea. I mean, for the first couple ones, like, we totally used the wrong program. We were using, like, QuickTime Player and, like, <laughs> no microphone. Like, just, and, and it was... also, too, like, last week we didn't even recognize that we hit 40 podcasts. So this is number 41. 41 and we just have to thank everyone that listens along with the shenanigans. Yes. I get so many comments. Um... <clears throat> about the podcast and we truly do appreciate it and we look at those comments and the reviews and stuff like that yeah so just just a plug as a thank you and to everyone and we're thinking about starting to like a youtube channel where we would actually record these with yeah. video and everything but like let's be honest chris and i are like pretty much in our pjs right now and you like know what? it's a sunday when right we record these i know and I, like, just washed my hair. So maybe we just have to own it. Like, you know, just come in with our slippies on and just, like... Slippies and alcohol. At least we're not trying to be fake and, like, get all dolled up and everything and be, like... And I have a pimple, like, right on my cheek. Like, why is it right there? Adults, like, like, I don't understand why I get acne still. I have no stress. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm kidding. I have all the stress. Or it's all those new bike oh. rides you've been doing and sweating. Oh my goodness. But I shower twice a day. Like, that's pretty ridiculous, but I have to. I'm not yeah. going to sit in my sweat that's gross. after, like, riding in the morning and then I have to work all day. I know there's. In my sweat. There's, like, oh, arguments right. out there where people are like, it's bad to shower twice a day because it takes the oils off your skin, all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, Bruh. I don't feel right when I'm dirty like also, especially sweaty and stinky like i wear natural deodorant so which barely works so like um <laughs> i'm not gonna sit in my own stench yeah for sure yeah that's definitely like i've been using the more natural deodorant and like it's it's a two-ply kind of day like I'm, i rub off on on him because honestly we have this debate and we'll get into our topic and all the fun shit but we had a debate yesterday about all the like natural stuff that we've been using and i said something like but i won't like i don't want it in my skin like all the chemicals and then i said but i won't like stop using my skincare regimen because it's the only thing that actually works for me and josh is like you literally just contradicted yourself yeah and like everything that you're all the other <laughs> products that you're making us switch to you're just throwing it out the window by using your face stuff. Like, there's no point. Buzz off. I know. Whatever. Maybe one day I'll pull the plug on that. But not today. So, first off, what are you drinking, sir? I am drinking Whistle Pig. Mm. Eight-year rye whiskey. Out of what glass? It's the... <laughs> so, my favorite restaurant... Don't say it. 
I don't care. Oh. In Scottsdale was uh, Bourbon and Bones. Yeah. And um, might have had too many bourbons last time we were there. And the little like taster glass that it comes in um, oh accidentally fell into Krista's purse with a napkin wrapped around it. Yeah. And um, we needed a token of my favorite restaurant in Scottsdale. <laughs> By I'm the sorry. prices they charge you, I paid for that glass. Pretty much. <laughs> I think we have brought that up before. Everybody has that bar or tavern or something where a glasses accidentally came home with them. Red Robin glasses when you got those fun drinks. Yes, back in the day. I used to take them all the time. Why I have one margarita glass? Yeah. It just fit into my purse. Right. Right. Like I don't I don't know about y'all, but I'm a klepto when it comes to <laughs> certain glassware. Sticky finger action. Oh man. But and. What are you drinking? I am actually drinking a Pinot Noir. Ooh, change, change. Yeah, because we're going to have fish tonight. Fish? Fish. So I decided it might just go a little bit lighter, but it's still, you know, it's red. Yeah. Only red. I hear you. And I thought about getting a... Blood. Blood. Ew. No. Um, what I was thinking about was getting a wine fridge, but I'm like... It would be empty. You don't chill on it. Yeah. I don't drink white wine, and it's right. not like anyone fucking visits us. So it's like, yeah, I, I'm good. I'm if, not gonna buy it. <laughs> if anything, I'd rather have like a wooden barrel with it tapped oh, with red wine inside of it. Oh, that would be hella expensive, but be dope I'm as hell. about it. Yeah, I'm really about it. Yeah. Also, our office for the podcast room is coming together very nicely. It is. It has two dueling bookshelves. Yep. And it has all of our travel stuff still. We painted a mountain-esque type of shelf shelf thingy. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a very cool decor in here. I mean, the rest of our house is like farmhouse, shabby chic kind of like. It's a boho. Yeah, right. Okay. And so this, <laughs> this room is just a little bit more, I got to design it. And so I'm really pumped. It's like, in once we finally... Within reason, I let him design it. I ran it by you, but... I ordered all the furniture. Yeah. Because I had to approve it. Okay. Sorry. Way to just like burst my bubble. I know. You got your racing chair. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of the times, like, when I'm talking to Josh about, like, different podcast ideas and stuff like that, he said to me... Before we started, he's like, don't let me talk so much. I talk too much. I'm like, no, you don't. It's very, like, back and forth. So. Can I talk? Yeah. Okay. Duh. But we were just, like, thinking about a podcast idea. And I said, basically, these were my questions. Like, are you selling yourself out? Are you appeasing to what the world wants you to be and act like? Are you changing yourself? to fit in or fit into that like circle mm. just circle mm -hmm. and because at the end of the day like you you have what it takes you don't have to change a thing a single thing about you because you have that influence and you're worthy of the success and you can grow into something new but not lose yourself or change yourself because you want to fit into that you know right mold i think there's a lot of copycats when it comes to because people will see others do successful things 
And maybe that person is being authentic to themselves, but they're like, wow, they have so many followers or they seem to be killing it with sales or whatever. So they're like, let me just be their shadow and mimic them, right? And they kind of just duplicate what they're doing. But they don't bring their own flavor to it. They don't, you know, be themselves. Add a little spice. Right. And so, you know, that's kind of, let's take this podcast, for example. Yeah. You know, Chris and I listen to a lot of different sources of podcasts and motivational speakers. And, you know, there's everybody in the world has a podcast. We're not trying to say this is unique and like, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest thing this ever. This newfound information. No, it's just literally what's in our heads. But, right. I have to speak it. And, <laughs> you know, we went into this going, we have to be authentic to ourselves. Yeah. Because if we try to copy someone else's format or we try to just verbatim, you know, regurgitate things that we read or hear, it's not going to be truly us. No. And I truly think the the listeners that we have and the, and like, just again, thank you guys for everything because we, you know, have that dashboard where we can see all the views and listens and downloads and all that kind of stuff. It still blows my mind to this day that we have the people that we do listening to us. Yeah. And I think it's because they tune in because it's us. It's a natural conversation back and forth between a husband and a wife that just want to do better in life. Yeah. And, you know, we're simple people. Like, you know, we're not, you know, crazy CEOs of multi-billion dollar companies. We're just an average people that are trying to gain some successful traction in life. I'm not average, but speak for yourself. But you know what I'm trying to say, though, right? I got you. And, like... I laughed a little bit because um, we're, like, trying to find new friends out here and, like, all of that fun jazz. Being very selective. I, I, like, Josh and I were, like, can we put, like, on our neighborhood Facebook page, like, looking for couples without kids who are entrepreneurs, but it's not, like, a direct selling, like, scam or anything like that, like... Can we, <laughs> is that like weird? And like, then I was like, oh my gosh, people probably think we're like swingers or something like that. <laughs> just like laugh. We need like a Tinder profile for couples, <laughs> you know, just like. I just, do- I just want some like, just couples without kids that like, we can, you know. That want to grow in life and not be complacent and yeah. have great deep conversations with. Yeah. And help each other succeed in life. I'm like, this isn't a, this isn't a scam. I just want friends that are entrepreneurs. That's right. all. And Josh is like, um, a little weird. I <laughs> guess. Weird. Maybe we might get one or two takes on that. It's like the pineapple. I told Josh about um, what pineapples stand for. Oh yeah. And like we see them out here all the time because it's coastal and right. like you know it's not meant for that. But apparently pineapples signal like swingers. swingers. Yeah. And then one of my other friends told me that like um, if there's like um, those like poofs like the for bathing, showering. Okay. Like loofahs. Yeah. Why couldn't I think of that word? Okay. I call them poofs. If they have them hanging off of their golf carts in certain communities in Florida. Yeah. They're swingers. DTF all the time. Like, that's so weird to me. You're going to see it now. Yeah. And I'm, even you as it. listeners, you're going to see shit and you're going to be like, oh. And I hope it's in a 55 and older community. <laughs> that's where it is in Florida. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
So. Oh, my mom's trying to FaceTime me. Well. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Family first. You can't text me and then FaceTime me. Like who does Let me that? respond. So getting back to this, like, I feel like once you start loving your own presence, you stop chasing people in your life and things that like don't actually fit who you are mm -hmm. as a human being. Like me personally, I am very quirky and I love to dance and like I love just like just doing random things but like if it is like a energy vampire I'm going to completely like take that out of my life and not feel like I have to fit in mm -hmm. and like when Josh is like we're yeah we're being selective of who we want as friends because I want the right influence in my life and I want like a positive circle right where not the Karens on the street that are like literally complaining about everything in the Facebook group like I just remove <laughs> remove that yeah and I, I want to no it totally does because okay, cool. you know two things to add to that is like I want to hang out with people that are going to fill my cup up yes right I deal with enough co-workers that drain my batteries that drain my mm -hmm. cup where if I'm going to make friends and I'm going to hang out with friends after work or on the weekends, mm -hmm. I want that time to be an enjoyable time. I want that time for me to leave there after having a great conversation with them yeah. or maybe they create opportunities for growth, whatever it may be. And it's a bonus if they like bourbon and wine. Sure. So Absolutely. Okay. But the other thing too is I feel what kind of goes hand in hand with this whole thing is as you build confidence within yourself, yeah, you will be way more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Kind of being, I don't want to say alone, but giving yourself that grace of, I can be selective because I'm confident in the things that I'm looking for. This is almost sounds like we're dating here, right? Yeah. But I mean, that can go same thing when you're trying to find a partner. Yes. Right? And so you can be a lot more confident because you understand these are the things that I'm looking for and I'm not going to settle for anything less. Yeah. And I mean, luckily we have each other where, you know. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah, I'm home alone all day. Oh, you have Mickey. <laughs> I got Mickey's. Okay. But um, but, but you, you yes, know what I'm saying. I do, and I like wrote this down because I'm very like organization mindset. Okay, so I wrote down if you need your pen and paper, grab it now. Pause it. Grab it. Do it. Because the five W's in life, and like the first one is obviously who. Like, are you what makes, you are what makes you special. I can't read nor talk today. Um, and don't change for anyone mm -hmm. in that who. And then what, what lies ahead will always be a mystery. Do not be afraid to explore. Especially when it comes to finding yourself. Mm-hmm. And living into that self-confidence, like you're going to feel lost at times, especially if you move to a new city mm -hmm. and I'm speaking to Josh, but just remember like what you love and who you are. And like you said, don't, don't settle for anything less in your life of your standard. And to kind of go with that too. I think we talked about this on another podcast, but when you kind of do some soul searching within yourself, there were things that maybe when you were in your teens or 20s or early 30s, 
that you used to do, but because life got a hold of you and took you in a different direction, you don't have time for anymore. Yeah. You know, maybe going back to those things and finding out, does that still fuel you? Does that still give you fire? That's number three on this list. Really? Reconnect with your dreams. Right. And so, you know, there was things that people had to put on pause or, you know, maybe you just kind of grew out of it because like I said, you know, a family came along or your career just asked for more of you, that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. where now maybe carve out some time in your schedule, whether it's in the morning before work or after work or even on a weekend, like Sunday from like one to four, I'm going to re get back into building model cars or I don't know, painting, playing guitar. I was going to ask you, so what is going to be your thing that you're going to do? Because we're going to do what we say. We're mm -hmm. not like, we're not just going to put it out there for y'all to do and we're not going to be and live into it. So what are you going to be doing? Uh, I have that downstairs on the kitchen table that we're going to start tonight. I know. I after can't dinner. wait. I put it on the kitchen table. Yeah, I know. We're going to start it. So guys, like one thing that I was absolutely obsessed with as a kid was Legos. I was a huge Lego freak. And so I just loved it. And I think that's how I got my engineering mechanical mind was because I was able to like look at a picture and replicate a Lego set without even looking at instructions. I just have that Which kind of... Which is wild to me. But... I love building things, which then eventually as I got older, grew into working on cars, fabricating, all that kind of stuff, right? And then woodworking and then home projects. So it just evolves. But what I started doing was, and we have one other Lego, big like Lego car kit. I'm combining my passions, which is cars, and then also getting in touch with my (laughs) old child self of building these intricate Lego kits which sounds so crazy as an adult, but it's no. it's like a it's like a 3D puzzle, so it's challenging our mind. It's taking us away from computer screens and TV screens at night. Krista and I do it together, so it's a, it's a it's a um, what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. When Collective you, like relationship building. Yeah, exactly. Of, it's a bonding you know yeah, time connection. for us connection, mm-hmm. and it it's fun and as silly as it is. It's not silly though because it's connecting with your child self yes from your past and really bringing that creativity back into your adult self right like if you want to get psycho like psychology yeah. into all this shit and it's funny because these lego kits are not cheap so as an adult now <laughs> i can afford them but it's like you know i get to build it i get to put it on the shelf which is going to be in this podcast room i'm going to get to look at it it's going to bring back the memories of chris and i having fun together building it it's, it's a model of manifesting the car that eventually I want to, like, put into my driveway someday. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, one of those things where I'm using that as an outlet for me to, you know, yeah work on that. So. And mine is really, like, taking into consideration that creativity piece mm-hmm. of I used to paint and draw and I was very much into um, pottery and like using the wheel and stuff like that um but i'm doing it in different ways like i'm going to start painting again yes for sure um and then because we have my easel set up in here too it's like a creative little room Mm -hmm. but i'm also incorporating it in like peak fitness of um like the decorations that i have for like cinco de mayo and like creating like those really like ridiculous backdrops like i excuse me i absolutely love that but then like the canva stuff Mm -hmm. of like i really put a lot of effort into making different flyers and 
like all that kind of stuff. And they go one step further. Yep. I think choreography oh, hands down. is an art in itself. So instead of painting with a brush, you're painting with your body and like you're creating this image or this dance or this routine yep. that you have to be creative with an artistic mind in order to make everything flow. Hands down. Right? So you're using <laughs> all of that. And I think guys like creativity needs to be brought back a lot more. It, we have become so soft of just Netflix and chill, Instagram scrolling, all that kind of stuff. Ask yourself, when's the last time you use your two God-given hands to create something out of mm -hmm. nothing? Yep. And were you proud of it? Mm -hmm. You know, it might look like shit, but were you proud of it because Who you did it? Who gives a shit if it looks like exactly. shit? Exactly. Right? Shit, shit, shit. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I just think that we need to touch back into that part of our brain again and come up with the creativity. You know, before before cell phones, before the internet, you had to play. You had to get creative. There, there was... You know, remember the times running around your backyard pretending you had like, you know, cops and robbers or like you were playing whatever or floor is lava, like all that kind of. We used to do like different, um, oh, with the lawnmower, well, this is going to sound so redneck, but with the lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would have to like drive the lawnmower to a certain place, mm -hmm. then take an egg and like try and balance the egg and like make like an obstacle course and mm -hmm. in our backyard and like. We had a couple acres and shit like that. But, yeah. like, we used to do that as a kid. And, mm -hmm. like, it was so fun until we ran the um, lawnmower into the side of the porch. Which never was fixed. <laughs> until, like, and we sold it like yeah. that, too, Still right? bent, yep. It's still there. Yep, oh yep. Anyway. <laughs> but one of our, like, another example of creativity, one of our listeners, they actually, like, flip houses. Yeah. And stuff like that. And, like renovate their own house of yes. like buying something and doing that creativity of even just like redoing a room mm -hmm. of like furniture and mm -hmm. like making it yourself again like i really feel like going back to this like are you selling yourself out and like changing for other people that is like creativity at its best and like creating who you are in a visual aspect yes like that shows who you are and like then other people can see it and be like, ooh, I like that. And like doing what makes you happy and what mm -hmm. kind of fills your cup up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna just go through yep. like the rest of this. So we did who, what, when, and I put when life pushes you over, you push back harder. Mm. Feel that deeply. Mm -hmm. And then where, where there are choices to make Make the ones that you won't regret. No regrets. Right. Oh. Go ahead. We've been going on tons of tangents. I know, but I love it. I am currently reading a book about regret and how... No regrets? No regrets. Yeah. And it's actually hilarious because within the very first chapter, <laughs> that it. is brought up. Yeah, meet the Millers, all that, like the guy with no regrets. He's like, really? You have no regrets? You know? Anyway. No regrets. Yeah. So that's within the first couple pages of this book. So I, I instantly was like, yes. hilarious. Love this. So anyway, Sold. we have been taught as a society that regrets are negative, that we should be ashamed of our regrets, that we should, you know, bury them deep within us and we should never address them and you know, move on. This is the bed that you made, you know, lie in it, all that kind of, right? Absolutely. Negative not. connotation when it comes to it. This book just talks about how regrets are actually really 
helpful for us to grow as people, to learn as lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about that all the time. Turn that they your losses sh- to lessons. Right. And instead of looking at it in a negative way, use it as a growth process. Mm-hmm. And so if you do have a regret, never make that decision ever again. Never go down that same path. Life is always going to have, you know, splits in the road. Yeah. And if you accidentally choose to go down the wrong one, how can you course correct and get back on track mm. and learn from it? Yeah. And that's basically what life is. Life is going to be tons of stumbles and falls and kicks and everything and regrets. Yep. But don't let those regrets take you into such a deep sorrow black hole that you are just a miserable person because of it. Fuel you. Change yourself. Use these practices that Krista's going through and this is going to segue perfectly into the next one. How did you know? Because you're pointing to it going, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but yes. I'm excited over it. So what's the next one? Why? Why? Why things happen will never be certain. Right. Take it in, move forward. As simple as that. Like, there's a lot of things that happen in our life. And I had a breakdown on, we've been cycling a lot. And I had a breakdown on the bike of, like, I am not where I want to be. But, and, like, the day was, like, literally, like, I woke up late. I spilled shit all over the kitchen and I'm just like everything was going wrong and I was like you know what fuck this I control the day the day does not control me these little hiccups okay wow like I have gone through 10 times worse as a 32 year old this shit is nothing let's get past it get on the bike work your damn ass off mm-hmm. and then get to work yep like yep it, it is what it is And I took it in and I said, okay, I see you. I validated that feeling. And I went, okay, goodbye. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Like you have to acknowledge that feeling of regret or like take in all the negative shit that's happening. And I think this is what has made me super resilient Mm -hmm. with like my dad and losing a friend very young and same with you Multiple and friends. like having my miscarriage like I took it in and I went okay I cannot control this God is saying this is not the time this is what happens that kind of stuff it's kind of like cancer I will like I'm just gonna put this out there that little C word <laughs> is a bitch And I just go, hi, Cancer, I see you. I validate that. I'm cutting you out of my life. You cannot control me, and you're not going to control me anymore. Right. And validate it, cut it out, not move on, but move forward. Yeah. And to touch real quick on what you said about, as a a young person, which I'm 32, I still feel young. I'm, I'm young. I have lost three different friends due to disease. And what I've learned from that is I miss them all deeply. And I've also lost a father-in-law. Life and a is baby. And a baby. Life is way too fucking short. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have been putting off things, if you're second-guessing yourself, if you're unsure, you aren't promised tomorrow. And, and I used to think that was all baloney, just... You know, a phrase that someone would print on a t-shirt, whatever. Some catchphrase. Yeah, some but honestly, guys. wanted to put out there. Like, <laughs> it, it's, you know, you see people that 
are in their 80s, 70s and 80s, and you talk to them mm. and they haven't done anything in their life that they're really that proud of. Oh, yeah. Well, hell, fuck that. Like, I'd rather, if my day is when I'm 42, I'd rather have lived so many lives and been proud of, yeah, maybe I moved around 10 different times in my life. I don't know. You know, but I got We're this- not boring. We're not That's boring. Damn sure. You know, I got to see all the state parks. I got to go here. I've been coast to coast multiple times. You know, I haven't just stayed in my little town and did the same routine for 60 odd years. And that's for you, though. It is. I want to. I'm not done living. Like, guys. We've I, almost seen all 50 states. We have. <laughs> and I urge everyone to do a cross country trip. I don't care your fucking excuses. Like, yeah. get in the car and go. It's so much fun. Like, even if it's little stints. Yeah. Like, to just drive a little, go back. And then maybe next time, drive a little bit further and go back. I mean, I remember you used to complain about where we lived in Pennsylvania. It oh was like gosh. maybe 30 minutes to 40 minutes to go see your parents. And there'd be times where we were just like, do we really have to? Oh, it's so far away. Now, I'm like, I'll drive eight, nine hours to go somewhere. <laughs> And experience something for like two hours and then turn around and come home. We used to do that for the Grand Canyon. I know. But like, you know, it's just, it's so funny that once you kind of flip your mindset when it comes to things. Yeah. Life is way too short to, to not live. Yep. I agree. All right. So. Do you have a would you rather? It's not a would you rather, but it's oh. kind of a deeper question. You ready for this? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm scared. Okay. I'm scared. How are your five buckets being filled? Each of us have five buckets which we fill in with our time. Ooh, I love this. Your career, fulfillment, community. Let me write this down. Okay. Career. Yep. Uh-huh. Fulfillment. Uh-huh. Community. Uh-huh. Personal health and intimate relationships. Mm. So how do you feel that all those buckets are being filled? And I'll just read the little blurb that goes along with this to kind of help you along. Yeah. It's worth taking time to time to question on the regular basis how each of these five buckets are being filled. Sometimes you find you are spending far too much time being social and too little time working towards a project or a goal. Or sometimes you'll find you haven't spoken to your family in months because you've been so busy. Audit how much time is being spent so that you can keep all five buckets as balanced as possible. I'm going to be honest. It's the point of this podcast. I know. <laughs> well, dig. No, no. <laughs> so, I think that all of these little buckets are pretty equal. Good. But not full, if that makes sense. It's my mom again. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm doing really well at my full-time job, my career. Mm -hmm. My fulfillment comes from peak fitness, which also goes into my personal health and community. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I obviously am super active on social media too. So like the community really gets into it. And then, I mean, my relationships, I feel like we're doing like, when you move across country and all you have is each other, you really build your relationship. Yeah, you grow 10 times. Like, a lot, a lot. A lot, a lot. It's a lot, a lot. And then, like, 
my family, like I always make time to reach out to other people. I do feel like this may be a little bit lower because I have been feeling like a little disconnected. However, what breakthrough did you just have maybe a month or so ago with your brother? That yeah. you know, so I I think that's a pretty full bucket because mm-hmm. you know you had a breakthrough where for almost a year your brother didn't talk to you, family issues stuff like that. But you know he reached out and yeah. you didn't hold any grudges. You opened him with a you know with wide open arms. Grudges are worthless. Right. I'll just put that out there. Um, what about you for all of these? So my take on this is, I know that that little blurb said about how all your buckets should be equal. Mm-hmm. I feel that if you're chasing a goal, yes. sometimes it's not always going to be equal because that's called sacrifice. Amen. And so if you're chasing a goal, say you're trying to build a business, you're trying to really dive deep in, and make the money and grow something, Unfortunately, one bucket is going to be really full, maybe even overflowing, while other buckets are not as full. But that's the sacrifice at that time in your life that you may need to take mm-hmm. in order for down the line everything to equal out. So maybe it's, okay. you know, maybe it's um, your community or something like that that is not as full as you would want it to be. Mm. But, you know, your career is overflowing and maybe fulfillment. You understand that I'm not having the free time to do the things that I want to do, maybe my passions and, and you know, little activities that make me happy. Yeah. But once I get to this benchmark with my career and I'm making that money and I'm able to then slow down a little bit. But shouldn't your career be fulfilling? It can be, but when you're super grinding to try to build something, it doesn't always fulfill you because now it's just work. But that's okay in my opinion sometimes. Okay. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Because life isn't always do. fluff and roses. Like, it, it's not. And I'm not here to say that. Yeah. So. No, I agree, though. Because a lot of the time, like, me personally, when I was building something else, okay, correct. my personal, like, relationships and my health were kind of dwindling a little bit. But my career and fulfillment were really taking off right like that aspect of my life was increasing but unfortunately everything else was decreasing because i had to make time right so i get it right I get and, it. And, and what the problem where the problem lies is if you never live in that kind of harmony where things come back into balance mm-hmm. that's an issue but in periods and seasons of your life where you have to have that scale unbalanced so that way you can succeed or make a change yeah but as long as it comes back into balance at some point, that's what's important. Agreed. Okay. Cool. You like that one? I dig it. Josh finished his drink. I didn't finish mine. Well, I think we're done. Whoops. It's been 35. This is one of our longer ones. <laughs> but we appreciate, like we said in the beginning, everyone that's been tuning in for the 41 podcast now um, with us Stu Nods. And honestly, um, we wouldn't be here without every single one of you. So thank you again. If you like this, share it. Tag me. Josh doesn't really look at his Instagram. So Krista Fisher on Instagram. And also Peak Driven with an extra K. 
If you want to find out more of what's upcoming, go to peakdrivenllc.com for all the fun shit that is going to unveil very soon. Just follow Krista on Instagram because <laughs> she has like funny reels and you know. I'm having so much fun with those reels. Yeah. And I'm living in my authentic self and I'm not selling myself out right. by copying other people. I just do shit that makes me happy. Yep. So. I love it. And people will follow. 41, right? Podcasts? Yeah. 52 means we've been doing this for a year because we've released one every week. So we're almost close to doing this for a year. It's almost a year, honey. That's nuts. I know. That's nuts. I love it. Me too. Love it, love it. All right. All right, y'all. Well. Well. Huh? What? That's all she wrote. Huh? Huh? All right, guys. We love you. (laughs) 